Hello, this is Eric Stolhansky from the movie Beer Fest, and you are listening to the only two people that could drink more than we did in that movie, the king of all drunks, Chris Finley, and the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Boys and girls, children of all ages, Facebook Live proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world! The queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. The man who drinks so much he pees barley and poops hops, Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty in Jersey! everybody and welcome to drinking dirty in jersey live here on facebook and this is a special tuesday night show for us and the reason that we're live tonight is that um you know uh we kind of have our panties in a bunch we're a little uh frustrated um you know this show has taken many forms over the course of the past i don't know five six years something like that since this show has started actually this show started um back in 2012 uh, during Hurricane Sandy. Sandy. Sandy right after yes. Hurricane Sandy. Right yeah. after Hurricane Sandy, this started. This show started as a laptop on her bed. Just some uh, couple of fucking drunk idiots talking into a laptop on a bed. And it turned to a, a couple of different forms after that. I mean, we've done... Uh, it just grew from there, I should say. Uh, we, you know, we've done shows in Los Angeles. We've done shows in New Orleans. Uh, we've done shows in Chicago. We've done shows across the country. Uh, just taking our fucking laptop and bringing it to different places and doing a uh, podcast and having breweries around the, around the country... Uh, you know, being on a show, actually around the world, because we have international breweries on our show, too. Uh, we've actually had some B celebrities here on the show. You know, Dean Cameron, the name of you. Here's on the movie fucking Summer School. He was chainsaw in Summer School. Uh, he's been on our show. And, you know, we moved on from the laptop in our fucking bedroom, and we actually got on a, a radio uh, uh, a radio channel called L.A. Talk Radio. Uh, which was great. We kind of got in a little trouble on LA Talk Radio because our Black Puppet Pops decided to start prank calling all the shows on there. Uh, Lexington Steel. We had a feud with Lexington Steel, the big black uh, dicked porn star. Uh, didn't like us at all. So 
Um, you know, we, we kept calling his show and, uh, you know, calling him names and making fun of him. And there was actually a psychiatrist show on L.A. Talk Radio who was doing it for eight years. And Pop called up and said he wanted to do her honky ass. And all of a sudden, after and she eight couldn't, years, and she couldn't, she couldn't continue with the show. And all of a sudden, after eight years, she couldn't continue with the show. So, uh, L.A. Talk Radio didn't work out too well. Um, you well, know, they were and, commies. Uh, so exactly. And over the years, and hey, and we're not saying we're the only podcast in the world, or we didn't start the whole podcast thing about beer. But there's been so many ripoffs over the year. It's just been over the years. It's that just didn't been last. ridiculous. They're not uh, around anymore. People just ripping off our show, taking our idea, drinking dirty in Jersey, and turning it into their own idea. And uh, you know, and, and thinking they, uh, oh yeah, this is our idea. Our name's Drinking Dirty in the Garden State, and we're going to talk about beer. And we have some boobs on the channel. Yeah! And then you know, <laughs> fucking morons. And we called them out. And I had pops call a couple of those shows and just fucking rip them a new one. And you know what? They didn't last. They did a couple of shows and they fucking failed uh, because uh, they were just fucking ripping us off. And you know what? You know, over the years, we did have some audio issues. Even on LA Talk Radio, which was supposed to be a professional radio station, we had some issues, even though there's a professional engineer there. They couldn't handle our shit or something, and we had some some issues. So we did hire a, a producer uh, last year to kind of help us with our shit. And you know what? He did help us. He, he made our show sound better. He gave us some ideas. Um, you know, but I still felt, you know, even when he was helping us with the show, I kind of felt that we were kind of held back. Like, you know, I, I'd want to do a, a, a couple of things. I want to do this, this or that. And I kind of felt like, um, you know, oh, that's too much. He said, oh, that's too much. So I don't know if we can do that. Oh, you're dropping too many frames or, um, I, I, you know, that's, that's too much, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of felt held back. And, and that's the big problem that I have tonight. Like, um, you know, I've always been held back for one reason or another. Whether whether it was just being a laptop on my bed, which you know, for obvious reasons, that's being held back. Whether being on LA Talk Radio and not being able to prank call people, you know, I still felt I, I still felt like I was held back. Well, you know, I don't want to be held back anymore. You know, this Stop is um, smacking the table. It's vibrating my camera. <laughs> Cassie's camera's holding me back right now. No, it's not um, my camera. You're not it's even on camera right no, now. No, it's your camera, and it's like. So anyway, I'm like doing an emotional speech. Smack your leg. What if JFK was giving his speech? It's not what you do for a country, and his wife was like, "Hold on, stop it. You're shaking the podium." Whatever. Do you want you to look like you have Parkinson's? Yes. All right. Whatever. Then fine. I fucking love retards. Anyway, like, I, I, I don't want to hold back anymore. I want the show to be no holds barred like I dreamed of. I, I, I wanted to, I want to be kicked off of Facebook every week. I, 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 I want to just, uh, do what I want to do. I, I don't want to be politically correct. I, I hate this whole, this whole fucking new thing about everybody needs to be politically correct and they need to not, you know, say certain things to offend people. You know, I, I hate I hate the way that we can't say retarded anymore. I hate the way that we can't say the word faggot anymore or moon cricket. You know, these are all hilarious terms. These are terms that, that I think we should be able to use freely. Hey, listen, I'm not racist. I own a colored TV. Oh! <laughs> I'm not racist, but I'm just saying. <laughs> But I, I want to be able to do what I want, you know, say what I want, and uh, from now on, this show is going to be that. We're going to do and say what we want, and if you're watching or listening at home and you don't like that, well, you know, Too fuck bad. you, just turn it, <laughs> off. turn it off. You have the freedom to just not watch, to just turn it off. Kilk so, wants us to say tranny more. 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, I found out a couple weeks ago. I see Tranny's is Tranny offensive. I know Shamal. She emails offensive. Tranny's offensive too. Tranny's offensive yep. too. Okay, so fuck that. Tranny is not offensive. That is not an offensive word. And Flanders so. says you can faggot say faggot to him anytime. Exactly. So these are things that that are going to be freely. <laughs> also, I want to say a couple of things about the show. I've been like kind of on a rant a little bit here. Uh, Cassie interrupted my rant because her camera was shaking. No, your camera God shaking. Her makeup like doesn't you look have so fucking good. Parkinson's, you asshole. Who? Gives a shit. Does anybody you, care that my camera's shaking? Uh, you will when you go back to look hey, at it listen, and then you're yelling at me for four listen, hours later. I'm giving a Hitler type speech and I'm pounding the podium. I don't care. So what if I'm shaking a little Good. bit? Then Whatever. don't yell at me. Oh yeah, I said I just saw him shaking a little bit. Um anyway. Nice see and you don't think I'm So we're gonna move anymore. on with the show. I mean tonight's show is just gonna be me and Cass, which is the way it originally was. It was just me and Cass originally. But in the future, uh we're gonna have co hosts on the show. Uh we're gonna uh, do kind of a round robin with co hosts. I mean, you know, Maggie's always going to be on our show. Maggie's our co-host forever, but we're going to do a round robin of a third co- of a uh, fourth co-host. Uh, we're going to bring in different people. You mean a fifth co-host? We're going to because we have Maggie and Spencer. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do a round robin of different people on the show, and we're going to bring different people. Spencer's still going to be on here. He's just going to be, you know, in the background on these Yankee seats and everything. But we're still going to do the show. We're going to round robin different people on here. We're going to have breweries on the show. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So this show is going to going to kind of take a turn in October. We're going to have different effects. We're going to do we be able to do different things. So it, it, it's it's definitely going to be exciting for, exciting for us, exciting for you guys. Uh, we're definitely going to push the envelope as far as it can be fucking pushed. And if you're watching the show and it gets shut off at certain times, tune back in 10 minutes later because we'll figure out how to get the buck fuck back on. So we're not going to hold back anymore. We're not going to hold back. We're going to push the envelope. We're going to make the show as fucking um, as uh, candid and fucking extreme as it could possibly be. So that's the way it's going to be. Um, Cassie, do you have any comments? I know you've, you'd like to chime in a little bit and tell me uh, my camera's skipping and things like that nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> okay but we're gonna get into the show um anyway um let's do what we always do uh utah <clears throat> utah give me two all right and uh we're, of course we're drinking i'm drinking a great beer jersey beer zigmeister prospector great beer this is a great amber ale it's only uh, about five point five and a half percent uh very good uh day drinking beer very good sipping beer uh, I love drinking this beer. I recommend anybody getting this. I think it's only available here up north, um, but very, very good beer. The distributor around here up north, awesome beer. I definitely recommend you getting it. Cassie, what are you drinking? Hi. I'm allowed to talk now, apparently. So I am drinking, well, it's done now, but this is uh, an ode to our guest coming on, Manskirt Brewing. Hold on, let me see if I can. There you go. Uh, woo, there we go. Great porter. Um, it's a really good porter beer, actually. Um, perfect style. Um, and it's 5.3%. And then on deck, this is empty. I've got this new cider out of... God, I don't even fucking know where it's from. It's called Citizen Cider. It is from Vermont. Good um, beer drinking area. And this is called the Dirty Mayor. <laughs> a dirty man. And it is nice. a non-traditional ginger and lemon mm. cider, 5.2% alcohol. Big can, too. That's a big can. I like that. It's yeah. like a tall boy. It's tall boy. Tall boy. Did you say the percentage in that? I may have missed that. 5.2. 5.2. So all good 
beer, uh, all good um, drinking beers. We're not going to get too fucked up. So, uh, me and Cass are going to be drinking all night. We have some good guests lined up. Oh my up, god, some this good is really good. Connor, try this. Um, yeah, I'm going to try this beer. Yeah, this looks good. Uh, let's punch with both of us here on the screen. Um, yes, good beer. Good Stop beer, producing. Beer. <laughs> it's a little sour, actually. It's good though. It's well, it's got the tasting. lemon in it, but yeah, it's... no, it's good though. I like it. I like it a lot. No, good beer, good tasting. So, uh, folks, what we're going to do, we're going to get our first guest on. Now, this guest, I'm very excited. Uh, you, you can start calling him. This, this first guest, I'm very excited to have on. He is uh, the Mad Cuban. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, folks. Right. Something happened. <sighs> All right. All right. We're back. All right. We're so, back. I don't know what just happened. That was really weird. I don't know what just happened either. But anyway, we're going to Carl Reese on the uh, on the phone. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of his. He was on uh, Opie Radio for a little while. He was on the uh, the Opie Show. He's a uh, he's an incredible cook. He was in, he's a Food Network champion. Uh, by the way, um, he was on. Uh, he won the Grocery Games Guy Ferrari Show. Um, he owns uh, restaurants here in New Jersey. Marie's Italian Specialties is his main one. And he has Pop's um, Diner. A Pop's Diner, which it all has incredible food. So incredible, incredible Jersey food. The guy is my spirit animal, so I'm very excited to talk to him. Um, so we're going to get on the phone here very shortly. The guy also drinks like me, so I'm very excited to uh, to talk to him as well about that. Now, he's been on the show before. He was a great guest, so... I'm very excited to have him now. Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, ready. I don't want to like have you talking while he's no, like no, saying no. hello. I'm, I'm talking to fill in void. I just don't want to, uh, you know. Hello, Carl. Yeah. Hey, Carl. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Yo, man. Very excited to have you back on the show, man. Uh, we're we're big fans of yours. Um, you know, man, you're my fucking spirit animal, dude. I, I see you post every day <laughs> on your fucking social media. You're fucking eating. You're drinking, dude. You're you're just. You guys are. You're like the same person. Yeah, you just famous. You're just fucking awesome, dude. The, the only the only way I feel like I can live like you, Carl, is when I'm on vacation. When I'm on vacation, all I can do is just eat like. In my like my late thirties and early forties, you know, drinking. I went from progressively, you know, passing out to like a light switch. I'm like a boxer that just got hit too many times. <laughs> so like, I'll be at a party and then I'm just like passed out. Wow, it sounds like you, Finley. <laughs> you know, same thing. He has the same thing. Yeah, I can completely like I understand that. My, my wife is like, uh, Carl, uh, you passed out with the kids in the playroom downstairs. It's embarrassing. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I was just taking a little nap. You know, <laughs> so it's. Uh, yeah, that's my problem. So I miss out on a lot of the fun stuff when it comes to that because I'm usually, you know, head down in a litter box in a basement somewhere. <laughs> no, I hear you. Carl, what I do is uh, I wait till my wife and kids go to bed, and then I think I'm, I'm good. So I'll grab like a 40-ounce old E out of the fridge and lay on the bed and drink it while and my wife's sleeping. And spill it everywhere and while I'm asleep. And I'll pass out while drinking it and <laughs> spill the 40 all over the all fucking bed. All over the bed. bed. And then he wakes me up to clean it up. <laughs> He's like, oh, get a towel. It's spilled everywhere. I'm like, oh, oh it's a disaster. Damn it. The adult version, it's the alcoholic version of pee in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, and it's the worst. And I don't know if I'm more pissed off that I spilled it on the bed or I wasted all that alcohol. I can't fucking decide. Uh, my wife does, like, <laughs> passive-aggressive shit. She'll, like, uh, 
Like I come home one day and there's like a plastic cover over the mattress. Like I feel it over the sheets. I'm like, oh, that's for me. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting prepared. Christmas came early. (laughs) Oh my god, she's got good ideas. I should start doing that shit. Uh, I'm surprised I don't sleep in a like Missy Elliott in some garbage bag. (laughs) Or like in the tub. She just puts you in the tub. She's just like sleep here. I put myself in the tub. Do you have trouble? Um, do you have trouble with your wife tr- 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 trying to give you head? Because I, I have trouble trying to get head with my wife, especially because she said that after I drink, my my my, my sperm tastes very weird. Um, do, 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 <laughs> do you have trouble getting head from your wife at this point in your marriage? Uh, listen, man. I mean, let's be realistic. I, if you're going to get anything from anybody at my age, looking the way that I look, you got to buy shit. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> So if I buy something significant, then uh, it's uh, it's all go. All lights are green. You right. know, but I can't just show up. Yo, I'm here. My teeth that look like a broken box of Legos. You know what I mean? <laughs> show up and think that anything's gonna happen. Wait, <laughs> you know? did you did you say a rose or a roast? <laughs> a rose. <laughs> Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I try to br- I, I try to drink pineapple to kind of you know help her along and say, hey, you know, I just just drink some pineapple. You know, maybe you should blow me. But dude, do you not remember like a week or two ago when I fell off the fucking bed? I mean, you told the whole radio world about it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, there was that which was rare because I, you know, I thought you were a little you were a little out of it, right? When I did the sixty nine, you fell no, off the bed. No, I wasn't oh, out of it. I was no, maybe I was just out of it, but. <laughs> God, you too. <laughs> he caught yeah, me though. No, I, I didn't fall off the bed. I'm completely rotten inside. There's no pineapple. There's not none of that's going to help. That's, that's it's all gone. That's, uh, those are those are for people that still have a fighting chance. My my brother's uh my brother's a cardiothoracic surgeon, and um, that's good. That one day he's like, Carl, come up to the hospital. Oh and, no! Uh, in D- come down in DC and let's do a stress test on you and whatever. So. They do the whole thing. They do the makeup. They look at my blood and stuff. My brother looks at me. My brother's very pragmatic. He's like Mr. Spock. You know, he's not funny. He just tells you the truth. So he looks at me and goes, uh, yeah, Carl, just, uh, just do whatever you want. <laughs> it's a lost cause. Go to a, go to a, don't even go to a doctor anymore. So, uh, so that's over. So I'm not worried anymore. I'm just going to run what, you know, I'm going to run it till. Until the, the, the engine blows. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And that's kind of the way I feel. I mean, you know, I, I, I have small kids and everything, so in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe I should exercise, maybe I should eat some carrots or some shit like that. But then then it's like, you know... But what, then you eat and you get the meat yeah. sweats and you're like, fuck, yeah, right, it's, whatever. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? I'm not going to give up the shit I love. You know, it's, it's a short life, so you might as well do what you want, so... Right, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> just do what you want. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I was checking out. It looks like you went. You, you just went out and filmed uh, a show in California. Um, with guy with the guy, the guy yeah. Fieri. Yeah. What was that all about? So um, we're, we uh, I'm a judge on the show called Grocery Games, and after we after we film all the judges, we we kind of raid the pantry there. We go to Guy's house and we just drink and cook. You uh-huh. know, all of us together. So the food, Net- the food Network liked the idea of it, and uh, they said, "Well, why don't we just make that a show?" So they put it was me, Scott Conant, Alex Gornishelli, Jonathan Waxman, mm-hmm. you name it. I mean, all the chefs, 
and then we were just we all cooked together. But I'm the only one that took it like I thought it was just like hanging out. So like all the chefs came like with their knives and shit, and I came with with you know sandals and knee high socks. I thought like it was a party. So it's the show like the show like Jonathan Waxman's doing like a braised red snapper. They're like, Carl, what'd you make? I'm like, I made grilled cheese. They're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, like, everyone else is doing, like, these super highfalutin dishes. Um, I made a grilled cheese once. Uh, the other time, I, what did I make? I made a a salad because I just didn't know what else, what to do. I was kind of drunk. Uh-huh. So, um, so, yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm like the bad news bears on the whole show. But you'll, you'll see. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not kissing your Cuban ass or anything, but like I, I'm a big fan of your social media. Um, they should definitely make a reality show like of you, like you know ha- ha- the way you go around, the way you eat. Um, you know, you fucking crack me up the way you drink in that fucking barn and shit like that. And just wear those um, shirts. The yeah, cats. no, the, your, your shirt, your shirts are fucking <laughs> classic. The best shirt collection ever. Classic shirt collection. I'm jealous. Of, I always thought I had a great shirt collection, but you fucking trump that, dude. You're fucking. You well, have an awesome shirt started- collection. That all started as a quiet protest a couple of years ago for my wife making me go on play dates, right? So <laughs> so what I would do is just to let everybody know, like in, in my town, that I was not there to, like, talk about golf or some fucking Ponzi scheme. I'd go to Walmart and I'd go to the women's section because they have the best cat shirts. And... <laughs> And I mean, a woman's a woman's section in Walmart to me—that's where we get most of my clothes, and it's really durable. <laughs> and then, so, I, a couple of years ago, I showed up with the, the shirt that had wolves and a dream catcher, and and the, you know, the, and they make these pure, beautiful purples and everything. So I show up, and then everyone's like, "Holy shit!" You know. So after a couple times, my wife wouldn't tell me to go anywhere anymore because she knows I'd show up like a complete lunatic. <laughs> and uh, and it just stuck because then people started sending me shirts and stuff. And then I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, and it's great. You know, I just uh, – I ended up liking the cat shirts. No, the cat shirts. No, rule. they're fantastic. No, the cat shirts are fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I also saw a shirt you you wore the other day where you, you were holding a big plate of meat and your shirt said zero percent vegetarian. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I'll send you guys. I'll send you guys some. I'm, I'm, they're, they're, I'm printing up a whole batch for the restaurant. Um, yes, I'll wear it. Week, I'll, I'll send you guys a bunch of them. Awesome. But yeah, one time I was uh, I was wearing a cat shirt and it had four cats on it. Uh, with the, but they had the face makeup. Oh, the kiss cats! Oh my god, and it's like the said, best shirt ever. Said, yeah, and it said hiss on it, right? So <laughs> I'm in the street and I run into Chuck Zito. Oh yeah, and tough I'm guy. Like, yeah, I'm like Chuck, what's up? And I'm a big fan of Chuck Zito. I mean, you know, he's mm-hmm. the head of the Hell's Angels in right. New York. You know, allegedly knocked out Van Dam. All stuff that I love, <laughs> right? So I'm like. And he's wearing this giant trench coat, mafia leather jacket, and and boots. I mean, he just looks crazy. And <laughs> I, I go up to him, I'm like, Chuck, hey, how you doing? I'm a big fan. And he's just standing. And he goes, Are them cats on your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I keep talking to him. I'm like, Oh man, because when you're in that movie, da, 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 da. he goes, they Didn't listen to anything I said. Then he goes. What's with the fucking cats on your shirt? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, Chuck Zito's getting mad at me. You know what I mean? 
so then I'm like, no, nah, you know, it's just, you know, it's funny. He goes, funny to who? I'm like, all right, Chuck, nice to meet you. <laughs> and then I realized what I looked like. Like I ran into him on 48th Street. Uh-huh. And I was coming out of like I was coming out of the Kellogg's um restaurant kellogg's has a restaurant oh really yeah. like yeah, a cereal just, kellogg's cereal. yeah they have like dessert and stuff there oh really yeah just, yeah they got they have they make you know they put marsh real marshmallows in the cereal and they oh it's so good so it's one of my favorite restaurants <laughs> <laughs> so, so i'm coming out i got like kellogg's swag you know what i mean because there's nothing better than kellogg's likes is like some 40 year old fat guy Eating at the restaurant, they give you everything. You right, I mean? right. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy's awesome. He doesn't care about it. He's completely given up. So, you know, I got a Tony the Tiger hat on. And I, run <laughs> nice. into, I run into Chuck Zito. I'm like, no wonder this guy hated me. He hated me. He hated me from 50 feet out. You know what I mean? The minute he saw me. But it's good. What are you going to do? Got like marshmallows all over your face. Oh, that's okay. Oh, the mess is all stuff in my beard. All like processed <laughs> sugars all on my face. It's a mess. Complete mess. Yeah, but at least you got to meet Chuck Zito, man. He's the fucking man. He's one of the the he's me- all, he's awesome. Men of all he's men. Awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. How old is he's he now? Still kick he, my ass. I don't know. He's like thirteen hundred. Yeah, he's like thirteen. Exactly. I was gonna say that he's like thirteen hundred. The guy's been thirteen hundred. The, guy, the guy's been <laughs> the, guy, the guy's been riding Harley since the Revolutionary War, yeah, man. The guy's. <laughs> It was like talking to a dinosaur. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> exactly. He can cool. he can give you information on the meteor and shit. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, as we're talking to you, like you know, we do a uh, we we do a video show, and I just want to let you know, like we have like your pictures flashing up, but in the corner we have a picture of uh, a- Angelica Castro, who's one of the hottest porn stars of all time. She's a Cuban porn star. So I figure I'd okay. just throw some boobs on your picture, and she's in a bikini, fucking humongous tits. So uh, who's ever watching our broadcast has some nice eye candy uh, for you. Besides oh, wow. the, you know, the pictures we're flashing Besides of you. you. We're flashing pictures of you <laughs> in like pork chops, and you know, fucking, you know, picking out and stuff like that. So at least. <laughs> Uh, the, food, the food network just cringes every time I'm like on the radio or something like, oh no. <laughs> like, like, can't you do like home and garden radio? Can't you just like call and give some apple pie recipe? You're always talking to complete psychopaths. <laughs> so, so they, yeah, they try to mitigate me as much as possible. <laughs> you know? Usually it doesn't work, right? Uh, <laughs> Not um, too good. Not too good. Hey man, I I kind of hate to ask you this, but do, do you have do you know anything that's going on with uh and and I kind of have to ask you this because I'm I'm yeah, a big I, I'm I'm a big radio fan and a lot of people that listen to us are big radio fans, but do you know anything that's going on with with Opie? Have you heard anything? Is he doing this LA show? Is he fucking taking over for Mike Francesa? I, 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 talk, is he... to, I talk to I talk to Opie every day, so um, me and Opie are friends. We're friends for real, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, we hang out and, and we talk and we bullshit. You know, he's uh you know, he's my mentor as far as radio's concerned. I mean, if you mm-hmm. ever have the opportunity to do radio with him, you know, do a show with him, mm-hmm. you you see how, how good the dude is. Like mm-hmm. he can he really can control the room. You know, a lot of times you put a lot of comedians that comedians are crazy, man. They they, they their egos are insane. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm still trying to figure out if they're actually friends or not. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like it's just like it's it just they're all super alphas, you know. So the way that he can control a room and match comedians together, and, and the, this guy's good with this guy, it, it's an art to see it work. As far as what he's doing in the future, um, I think he doesn't know. You know what I mean? I think he doesn't know what he wants to do. I mean, there's a ton of opportunities out there, but I think he wants to do something different. You know what I mean? He wants to do something different. Uh, I don't think he's in love with the whole podcast idea. You know, and I don't blame him. You no. know what I mean? It's, he's, he's a he's a different dude. You know what I mean? He thinks forward, and, and he's got some pretty good ideas. And he just has fun. You know, he's, he's you know, I do these pop-ups with him on Facebook and stuff. Right. And he's just having, he's having fun again. Isn't you know? he? And, but, and guys like right. that, just, as long as they're having fun, and he's rich as fuck. I know so he he's is, not, yes. He's really not worried. He doesn't need the money. It's yeah, right. He doesn't really need the money. It's more about ego. And for him to do podcasts, it's kind of like saying Hulk Hogan needs to do like uh, you know like a, a high school wrestling assembly or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Like, like every, <laughs> every, every, everyone's like you know everyone on Twitter. I mean, they take a chunk out of Opie. I mean, like, I've never seen someone take more of a beating than him. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is because you know what made the Opie and Anthony show great, because I was a fan since I was a kid. Yep. You know? Yeah, me too. But yeah, I didn't realize it until I was on the radio with him that uh, what made the show great was he had the ability to take the back seat and let people shine and let people, you know, be the stars right. on the show. Now, the disadvantage to that is the fan base thinks you're a fucking tool. You know what I mean? Or they think right. that you can't do it. Feels that like you're, you're not, not the funny. talent. Feels like you're not the talent of the right. show. You, right. know, you know what I mean? But he's willing to take that sacrifice for the sake of a show. I, you know, I've been, I know, when I got on the show, I'm a, I'm a nobody. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking guy, you know, a cook. But he saw, he saw that, you know, I worked well with certain people. Mm -hmm. And he took the back seat. He didn't care. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He wasn't trying to make sure everybody knew that. You know, he's controlling this or told me to say this or, or gave me, you know, pointers on how to do this and that. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't need that credit. And right. that's, what, that, that's what, you know, makes him, you know, great, you know, to do radio with. But also, you know, it puts him in a really vulnerable position where, you know, just, I mean, I mean, Twitter's just nuts. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, of course it, it is. Yeah. I mean, I've I've only been on Twitter for you know two years, and it, it's definitely made me a, a worse person. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Like all I do now is just walk around and hate things and give people like <laughs> shitty one-liners. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's just, yes. It's a toxic place, but it's addicting. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I really get somebody good. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love it. So I can understand it, but uh, it definitely makes you a worse human being. No, absolutely. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wish about, I, I've been a fan of his since, I don't know, the fucking mid nineties or whenever the hell I started listening to him. So of course I, I want to see him go somewhere else, but I know it's kind of a tough decision on where he actually wants to land. Cause I know he has offers in terrestrial radio. You know, I don't know if he wants to go back and yeah, do that but, shit. Got the terrestrial, the terrestrial thing, you know what I mean? You know, we're looking at it, you know what I mean? But it's terrestrial, right? So his idea of not going into terrestrial has nothing to do with anything what people think it is, but it has to do with is he's a family man. He loves his kids. Right. You know what I mean, and he really appreciates waking up with the, if you ever saw this dude, you know, with his kids, it's incredible. You know what I mean? Like he, he takes care, he takes them to school. He does this. Like he's like a real dad, you know, it's like he's not one of these bullshit dads. Right. You know? He's involved day in, day out and he's enjoying it. And if you got the money, 
That's the best. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just just to hang out. So he's got different motivations. You know what I mean? I mean, a dude that's living in, you know, in Twitter on, in his mother's basement. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, he doesn't, get, he doesn't get it. You know, he's just like, dude, you're a hack. <laughs> Some heads blown up. Meanwhile, you know, he's, if, if he loses his shoes in his apartment, it'll take him a half hour to find them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why is that always so, the go-to you know, insult? You're a hack. It, it, it really is. is. Well, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> trolls on the internet. We're all fucking hacks. That's what we do. I mean, that's, that's the whole funny thing is being, is being a hack. Everything I grew up with was hacky that I loved. I mean, Benny Hill was the, the, <laughs> the <most laughs> Benny Hill. And he was the best. You know what I mean? He was the best. So, I mean, everyone's a hack to somebody. Right. You know, everyone's a hack to somebody. Do, we do, can't all be whoever the fuck is who's perfect. I don't know. Do you think Opie ever buys like a, a wiffle ball bat for his kids and then like all of a sudden goes through his head the wiffle ball challenge that they used to do in Opie and Avenue where the, Oh Girl. Dude, the, the best is hanging out with them because you get to hear like the stories in, in, in first person. You know, it's one of my favorite things is that as a fan, you know, just hanging out and, you know, having coffee with them, uh-huh. you know, just him telling me like this, the behind the scenes stories and wow. how shit really went down. And I just listen to it all day. You know, it's like, you know, being a soccer fan, hanging out with fucking Pele. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, absolutely. I try to be cool. Like, like I totally know what he's talking about, but I don't want to be like a fanboy. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right, right. Like, he's like, this one time we had a, we had this guy put in a pinball machine, and I know the whole story. You know what I mean? But I'm like, really? Well, I've never heard of that one. You know what I yeah, mean? when he bashed the like, pinball machine with a hammer? Yeah, I know that whole story. Yeah, but I know the story backwards and forwards. I want to hear him say it. Right, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly, yes. So I make believe like I've never heard it, and then he's like all excited. He's like, oh, let me tell you what happened. So I get the, like, the good story. You know, so, so I, I hope he doesn't hear this. Well, he's gonna. <laughs> but, uh, he, he hears everything I'm on. You know what I mean? So he can call me and tell me what a fucking hack I am. He can call in if he wants. <laughs> Yelling you on air. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's hanging out with him. It's, it's definitely a cool thing. You know what I mean? And he, uh, he looked out for me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was on, I was there doing Roland's food court for three years. Yeah, I know. know. I know. Before I got on the radio and then on, on the, on real radio, I mean. Right. You know, I got three Instagram followers in two years of doing radio. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> three. Fat girl from Alberta. She's like, I love you. What am I doing? That's amazing. <laughs> three Instagram followers. Uh, One's your mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom. She me like, like it's just me and her. Like my mom on Instagram. Yes! Like, oh my God, it's the worst. You know what I mean? Your grandmother's glass eye fell out. I'm like, DM me, mom. <laughs> Always. Like, like, what is that with parents on like social media? Because... <laughs> Like our parents do it too. Like all parents, they're always like well, because oh. they grew up. They grew up different than us. They they grew it's up. True. It, everything was a secret. You could be a homosexual <laughs> having sex with the neighbor dressed like a ballerina for thirty years, and no one will know. You know, there was no social media. There was no nothing. So to them, their life is so private. They don't understand the depth of the internet. You know, they don't understand that everything you say doesn't go away. Like, I look at my kids, and I'm like, how are they going to cheat on their girlfriends? Like, I don't even know what they're going to do. This, this, right, it's so impossible now. Yeah, right. right. Like, the whole 
the whole business of cheating is just up in the air. I, it just, you know, that was, that was 20 years of my life, you know? So I'm like, what is, how are these kids going to do all the stuff that we did? I have no idea. No, I have no idea either. Yeah. Thank God there was no social media back in the 90s. Oh, my God. No. I, Holy shit. Me too. Well, me too. Jesus Christ, well. me too. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Again. <laughs> For longer. But, uh, yeah, man. So it's, it's all good. You know what I mean? It's all good. I mean, you know, Sirius blew up. You know, our whole show blew up. You know, and it was funny. You know, it's like when a, when a mosquito kills a rhinoceros. You know what I mean? Like we didn't, we didn't see it coming at all. I mean, we knew that there was a very slim chance that we were gonna, you know, get re-upped by SiriusXM. But uh, we also knew that the, you know, the that the show was getting traction. Well, I blame that so, that fucking half a faggot Jason Ellis, you know, for fucking uh, ruining that show because he fucking kind of took over that whole channel with his fucking faction talk. Ugh, and uh, God. You know, his show Blech. sucks, by the way. I don't know if you know Jason Dude, Ellis or friends. Let me tell you something. Not, I, don't, I don't really listen to Jason Ellis, but I'll tell you, um, blaming anybody that's actually on the radio is not really what, what it's about. I mean, Jason Ellis, uh, Jimmy, Sam, you name it, are about as lost on what's really going on than anybody. Like, the way SiriusXM works, I couldn't, I, if you're not there, you wouldn't believe it. Nobody knows anything. Everything is a complete secret, right? So there's no ratings. So they're constantly lying to you. Right. Like, they'll tell you the show's great, but you don't know. There's no metrics, Right. So everybody's kind of on eggshells and then everyone gets fired like instantly. It's like there's like a trap door. Like you'll walk by and be like, oh, <laughs> what's with that show? Oh, they're all gone. And it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> so no one, really, no one really knows anything. Like I'm sure Alice, a lot of the stuff that he said was because they told him. You know what I mean? Like some shitty middle manager was like, oh, dude, you're kicking ass, or oh, you're doing this, or this is your channel. Bro, that ain't nobody's channel. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is like four little Oompa Loompas up on the 36th floor, and they're the only ones that know what the fuck's going on. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they don't talk to you. And when they do, they're lying. <laughs> you know? Like, right, exactly. I, That's I, crazy. I it, Fuck that it's shit. The most, it's the most uh, unsettling feeling. You know, no one knows their performance. No one knows what's going on. Um, everyone feels like they're going to get fired right away. And I'm talking from top to bottom. You know what I mean? Like, you could put Sam in a corner. You could put Jimmy. You could put Opie. Could, no one knew any. No one knows anything. That's so what crazy. Happens is it breeds this whole, it breeds, everyone ha builds their own little story. Well, you know what I mean? Everyone has their idea of what's going on. Right. I guess that's the benefit None of, of uh, terrestrial radio. Is terrestrial radio, at least you can see your ratings. And knew you were doing right. fucking well, and you could say, well, I'm doing really awesome, you know, I, I really can't be fired. But I guess with Sirius, right. or, or satellite radio, I should say, you really can't tell how the fuck you're doing. <laughs> There's nothing to judge yeah. you. And, and you can tell. I, mean, I didn't know tell. that. I didn't know there was, yeah. like, no metrics on satellite There's no all. metrics, right? There's no metrics from top to bottom, right? Like, the only time you get an idea of your metrics is if you get rehired, right? But they're constantly saying like, Oh, we got no money. We're not doing this. So 
everyone's salary just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. I mean, you, if you take the Opie channel, mm-hmm. you know, it went from having Opie and Anthony, mm-hmm. and then they took those salaries, and from those salaries, they made like 137 new shows. You know what I mean? So right, it, it's just crazy. You know, they just dump money into like the Ricky Gervais thing, or they dump money into uh, that guy that was on CBS, the Craig Ferguson show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, so, I, I, so, yeah, I heard, I heard that. That was a bunch of hard garbage. That, that show. Hard <laughs> garbage. But, but if, you, if you grab Craig Ferguson on the street and you say, "What? How are you doing?" He's just going to tell you what his handler, because each channel has like a handler mm-hmm. kind of guy that just comes from upstairs. He'll come down like once a week and like either give you a pep talk or tell you you can't talk about burning people alive or well you know whatever it is that you want to talk about. You know what I mean? I love talking but, about that. That sucks. Yeah. So, so he's just and then that person will give you some bullshit story and go back upstairs and that's all that's all you know. You know, so everyone's got like these little gangs. So like the person like say Ellis, his guy tells them that they're the best on the sh- on the channel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then our guy tells us we're the best. So then everybody's fighting, of course. Right. Because, you know, and they're fighting for no reason. Because it's just like, fuck. And they, they like it that way. Because if everyone got together and got on a phone call, you know, from Opie to Ellis to Jimmy and Sam, and all got together and said, stop this bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? like we're, right. We're killing each other. But they like it that way. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess they do. Well, yeah. The, 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 that's, the real, that's the real story behind that. That, wow, uh, that that's okay crazy. Corral. That's fucking good. Yeah. I, I would go insane if I were for serious. Oh, he would. He, I would have known what was going on or if a show's any good. Everybody or... goes insane there. Everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody's looking for a job. Always. Because Jesus. they don't know. You know what I mean? Nobody knows. And I think it stifles creativity, you know, in the long run. Right. You know, people just get, they get nervous. And you could tell, you could see radio, is, it's just changing. You know, it's just, no one knows. Because if you can get fired for anything, then... People don't say anything because they want that job. They want right. that check, you know. Right, right. Do you wow. have any? Um, do you have any ill feelings against uh, Roland for what happened uh, with the whole thing that happened? Because I, I, it wasn't like Roland kind of the reason that Opie eventually got canned, or, or kind of well, like the because he was taking oh, shit. The, the thing is, Roland. You know, the only problem I have with Roland is his tattletale. It's that simple. Like, mm-hmm. like, like a three-year-old. You know what I mean? You're a tattletale. You know what I mean? So. So the management took advantage the fact that Roland was playing checkers while they were playing chess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they, you know, they, they used him and they used his inability to think forward and his inability not to understand when someone's smarter than you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they used it to kill Opie. You know what I mean? And, and you know, he was a part of it. So it sucks. But do I hold ill will toward him? It's, it's not that important for me to be upset. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like, uh, life's know, too short. He did it. Yeah. He did it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> he did it. He knows what he did. You know? And we knew what was going down. And he knew what was going down because the day before that we even knew, it was funny how it happened. So the day before, about 7 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter and then I go and I see that Roland blocked me. And then I go on Instagram. He blocked me on Instagram. And I'm looking, I'm like, on Facebook and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I call Opie. I said, Opie, Roland just blocked me and all this shit. He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> he goes, hold, he he goes, hold on. <laughs> so then he goes on his and he's blocked too. Oh, he's like, shit. <laughs> We're dead. 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how that's how we figured it out. You know? Yeah. So yeah. um you know, Roland Roland was just preemptively batting down the hatches. Because <laughs> because what was coming wasn't going to be pretty, right? And you I know? think I and I I think at that point they were kind of looking for a reason to to kind of get rid of Opie, and I think that was the uh, that was the reason they went with yes, you know, and and people and listen, and a lot of people will say it's because of this or because of bad blood or listen, if you're in that office for more than a minute, you know that there's no bad blood anywhere. It's money, mm-hmm. and they can take and and once. I think uh, Sirius realized that they can, that the people weren't going to leave, that people were just going to listen to the channel. Mm-hmm. Then what better thing to just, you know, give them cheaper content, financially cheaper, not creatively cheaper, just financially cheaper content. Right. You know, if they can, if they can, if the money that Opie made, if they can fill up the channel from seven in the morning till 11 at night with live content, and they knew that people were just going to stick around, then why wouldn't they do it? Right. Of course. You know? Of course. Of course. Because, you know, most of their most of serious money comes from new subscribers from the car industry and all that anyway, so they don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. And then the shit. people that are really fans of, of comedy and, and radio shit, they're the ones that lose, but there's such a small number. You know, everyone else is listening to 90s at 9. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> you know? One hit wonder. Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. It's like a ZZ Top channel for Christmas. <laughs> ZZ Top channel? <laughs> what channel is that? Exists, but I want to be on that channel. Exists, but if it does, I'm, I'm subscribing again. <laughs> for real? <laughs> Where's that channel? But, uh, but that's the thing. I think people have to put it into perspective. You know? Uh, it's everybody, all the comedians want to make it all about themselves. You know what I mean? But there's such a small part of such a big company right. that uh, they're really just fighting with each other. You know what I mean? Like the, the big managers up there, they don't care. You know, they just want downtown Julie Brown to do the 90s at night. <laughs> right. Right. Julie Brown. Did you ever see because her Playboy have... spread? She was fucking hot in that Playboy spread. It was like from the early 90s uh, she's or something. been hot since the 80s. Oh, God. I lost, yeah. I, I lost my TV virginity to her. Dude, you know? you know what? We're very close because you lost your TV virginity to her. I lost my TV virginity to Carrie Wurr from fucking Remote wow. Control. Yeah, fucking hot as balls. Wow, dude. you were you were you were picky even when you were young. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, very picky. But <laughs> but uh, I'm still proud of. It. I still talk about it to this day. The first time I fucking blew a load was to Carrie Wurr. My first fucking load. <laughs> Were you watching Remote Control or was it something else? No, I was watching Remote Control. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like na 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 na. Unfortunately, like, yeah! unfortunately, Colin Quinn kept coming on the screen and fucking my boner up, but still, I got through it. <laughs> and Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler show. was on that show. You're that right. That was a great show. Oh my god. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're so old, you're ready for serious success. <laughs> you may get a job there, three to six. Hey. Hey, Carl, are, are you making a, a Carl's Food Court show? or, or what's? I, mean, I saw a couple of videos you made online. Is it actually going to be a show, or are you just going to fucking do like uh, just well, here the, and there? The whole, point of, the whole point of the Roland's Food Court, it was, it was just, just to fuck with Roland. To be honest oh, with you. okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you, man. It's just funny. You know what I mean? It was funny. <laughs> Like, I'm a chef and stuff. Like, I, I, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm not going to sit and do a YouTube channel all day, you know. It, right. it takes a lot of work. If there's something cool, I'll do it. But, but you know, the basis of it was like, uh, it was it was a mocking thing. It was just fun. Got you it. know what I mean? 
like because then I'm sitting there with Opie. I'm like, imagine what Rolling is thinking right now that I'm doing a thing called Carl's Food Court. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was just to fuck with him. You know, it was just it was just fun. You know what I mean? Just to give the kid diarrhea for a day or two was worth <laughs> <laughs> You know. But uh, but once I did one, I was like, "Fuck, this is a lot of work. I'm gonna go back to getting drunk." You know yeah, I mean? no, but, it, it was fun. The, the the one I saw, you were fucking wasted next to this guy, and you're uh, asking him some cooking uh, questions, uh, and I was fucking dying. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll probably, I'll probably do a couple more, you know, here and there. But yeah, so the whole the whole point of that was just to be a dick. You know, got it, got it. We should go you know, broadcast in Carl's call. barn. <laughs> yeah, that's you a should, good idea. We should come go go to Carl's house, go to Carl's barn, and broadcast a show. From yeah, we could bring equipment and everything. It'd be fucking Opie. awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> loves that. Opie loves that barn. Opie loves it. He's uh, he's. Uh, I think we're co- he's coming down this week. I think we're doing something because I'm leaving to California for a month. Uh, in a week to do um, to do more grocery game stuff for the Food Network. Okay. So uh, we're trying to we're we're gonna get I'm gonna take him to Brooklyn, take him to some pizzerias, and then he wants to come nice. to the barn. Nice, yeah. And he just loves the barn, you know, because it's just not it's not in his wheelhouse, you know, just a bunch of fucking hicks in the middle. Of exactly, the yeah, that's definitely an Opie's yeah. wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves it. It's like fucking the Discovery Channel for him. You know what I mean? He's just watching all these- Watching all these primates just fucking talk about diesel engines and shit. It's amazing. It blows his mind. It blows his mind. That's awesome. He's like he's like in shape. You know what I mean? He, he smells he's like in shape. You know what I mean? And then like we're arguing about like if a pretzel rod's better than a regular pretzel. You know what I mean? like, Did you say he, sm- he say he smells like kale? <laughs> yeah, he smells like kale. It's amazing. He smells like kale and pennies. And then we're just arguing, like, fuck cheese doodles. And he, like, you know, it's like all this thing. And he's like, oh my God, they're dead serious. You know what I mean? Like, they're seriously going to get into a fight about fucking ridged potato chips. <laughs> you know, it's just, that's awesome. It's good times, man. It's a, it's a good time, and he loves it. And you know, and I like to get, I like to bring him out every once in a while. You know, and take him out of his environment because he's funny. Because he's socially awkward. You know what I mean? So, so you put him in real life, and then you know these people like they touch him and stuff. <laughs> they touch him and stuff. Gets all like weird. Like he's the king of England. No, he touches me. <laughs> <laughs> my friend got him in a. My friend got him in a, in a headlock. He's like the youngster. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. So I enjoy I enjoy it. I, he enjoys it too because he knows I love him. So. Awesome, Carl. Dude, we love you have we love having you on the show, man. You're 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 fucking awesome. Um, you know, Thanks, brother. Yeah, man, you're so you're you're so Jersey, man. We love you. We're huge fans of yours. Um, yeah, we definitely, man, we, we, we got to get you either here in the studio or we got to go fucking go do a show by you or something like that. We got to get you fucking something. here. Something. We got to yeah. collab. Collaborate. Yeah, we, yeah, definitely. We definitely got to collaborate, man, because uh, we, we, we love having you on the show, man. You're fucking awesome. Uh, but, but thank you so much for being on, man. I got, I got this fucking brewery that I got to get on. I got I, I, I to gotta talk about beer, how much that sucks. But I, I, I got to get him on. So, uh, But th- 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 thank you so much for being on the show, man. We'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, to you I soon. I can't wait to the, to the brewery talk. Because what we did was we have a certain hop. And, uh, <laughs> uh, 
And then they like, you know, the, 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 the cooler name, this one I think I learned about breweries, the, cool, the, the cooler the name, the dorkier the brewmaster yes. is. Yes. You know I mean? like, <laughs> That's so true. true. We've talked like, to a like, million like, breweries. That's so true. Like, fiery devil's wings and the guy comes in and he looks like fucking C-3PO I'm like I knew it that's amazing it's so true that's so true (laughs) (laughs) C-3PO how is the night guys alright thanks for calling Carl thanks man we're big fans alright man Mendez out alright man that was Carl fucking Best guest ever. Oh my God, I love him. He's so awesome. Love the Mad Cuban. He's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> dude, I'll have him on anytime, dude. Holy we definitely got to collaborate. We got to get together with this guy. No, we do. And like, we could like go there. I don't even fucking give a shit. We can go broadcast at <laughs> Marie's. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> no, but that's yeah, awesome. That was me. Oh, that was that's me. you? That was me. I'm sorry. All right. Um, all right, folks. Let's go, uh, Joe. We're going to get uh, Manskirt Brewing on the phone now. Uh, I know we have back-to-back guests here. Um, but Manskirt Brewing, let me leave a little bit of history about Manskirt Brewing. Manskirt Brewing has been on our show twice before. He's actually been in studio twice before. Um, yeah, one time one time he, he came and it was, like, brand new. He wasn't even, like, he didn't even have a space yet. Right? Right. Didn't even have a space yet. It was the first time. He came <laughs> here with his uh, weird girlfriend at the time. And... <clears throat> And then, uh, and then, and then he came with some fucking peppercorn beer, and the next day, I don't remember what happened, but I had the worst hangover I ever and had I'm in my entire life. And I'm going to him about that. I actually have some beef with this guy. Um, but, uh, but we're big fans of this brewery. It's right down the street from us, Hackstown, New Jersey. It used to be a bank. Yeah, actually, wait, let me read this, because it's on the can. Oh, show it in the camera here. It's, it's, Cassie uh, has some man skirt, I so. I have some man skirt. What the fuck? Can dude? you figure out where the camera is? Yeah, All right, there you go. The whoa, 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 whoa. Univision. That was right. great. We saw, all we saw was white and lettering. I know. Good I'm job, f- Cassie. Fuck you. Um, so it says, <laughs> Manskirt Brewing occupies what used to be the People's National Bank. In the fire of 1942, the only thing that survived was the vault filled with the citizens' money. To this day, the vault is still standing. So there, it's in the bank. There, he's in the bank. Like, his Brewery is in is there. in the bank. Yes. And all of his beer and cans that you can buy there are in the vault. And you can, like, hang out in the vault. You can, like, sit in there and drink. No, and, it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Let's get this motherfucker on the line. <laughs> Let's get this motherfucker on the line. All right. So, big fans of this guy. His, his beer, he has very high Wait, ABVs in his beer. I'm making sure I'm calling the right number here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Carl again. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Carl. Don't call a gay hotline. Gay hotline. Because that would be hot. Um, <clears throat> yes. Hello? Joe. Joe, is that you? <laughs> yeah, who this? Yeah, this, this is, is uh, a, a, Chris from Drinking in yeah. New Jersey. Did Drinking you get, in did you get, uh, did you get locked in a locker? Are you in a tunnel? Are you okay? Oh, hey. <laughs> hey! What's up, buddy? Well, I'm expecting you guys this late. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. I'm, I'm full of scotch and surly. Well, that's no, okay. That, that's, oh, surly. Good I'm beer. full of uh, whiskey and surly, so that's no, okay. No, you're not so. full of surly. Well, uh, what's surly? No, I'm beer. probably not full of surly. I'm surly <laughs> and full of scotch. Ah, that's what I meant. I thought, I thought he said. Okay. Full of surly. What the hell are you talking about? Shut um, so, you know, so Sorry, Joe. We had our, our previous guest, who was Carl Ruiz, the Matt Cuban. He kind of kept us on a little long, so I apologize for... Uh. Calling you a little late, but we're very excited to talk to you. Obviously, this is the third time you've been on our show. So, um, uh, I know. How crazy is that? 
That is very crazy. You actually, I, I think... I didn't know anybody came back on your show once, let alone three times. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes, sometimes that, that happens. Sometimes they we, come back. If we bribe them or have some kind of uh, you know evidence on them, they, they eventually come if back. If we bribe so. them. But... <laughs> Very excited to have you. I see. We had you on before your brewery actually opened way back in the day. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, so very excited, and we've been to your brewery a couple times. We are definitely more than a couple fans, I would think, right? Um, yeah, you guys been there about ten times, times or so. A couple times. Well, I lose track when I'm drinking. So I know numbers kind of escape yeah, me. Don't we all? Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, how's everything going at the brewery? Everything going good? It's amazing. I mean, we have our two-year anniversary coming up next week. Holy crap. And, uh, wow. yeah, it's been great. We've been uh, expanding a little bit. I put a new tank in. Nice. I quit my day, day job, so I'm there pretty much all the time. Nice. Living the dream. Finally. <laughs> yes. Finally. Holy hell. Yeah, I just quit my day job, uh, I think, about two months ago. Nice. Nice. Good for yeah, you. It's, it's been uh, it's been amazing. I still haven't paid myself yet. I, I hear that that's a thing that people do. Yeah, that kind of helps. Try that. Now yeah, I'm, I'm going to see how that works out. What was your day job? Did you sell Big League Chew? Was that your day job? <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to chew a lot of it though. Oh, no, I nice, was me too. Uh, a computer programmer for 17 years. Hmm. So that's good to get out of that business. So you get out of the grind, and you don't work nine to five. Now you work twelve hours a day uh, mixing barley, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Most well, I work eleven and a half hours a day cleaning shit, and then a half hour mixing barley. Yeah, half hour mixing barley. Nice, nice. Well, the, one of the things I always uh, enjoyed about your brewery is obviously the uh, the man skirt, the kilt thing. Um, you know, and I, and I drink a lot, so obviously I have to urinate very often. Is it easy? Is it must be easier to pee without kilt on, right? Oh, it's amazing. It's it requires zero effort. You just kind of like wander over to the bathroom, and things just happen. <laughs> and like things magic. just magic. happen. That, magic happens. That's awesome. That is so awesome. You don't have to worry about getting the fucking zipper or the button open and struggling. You just fucking kind of like squat over, and like the you know the unit does the rest, right? Yeah, it's it's the best drinking gear ever. Awesome. Plus you can fit a six-pack in the pockets. Whoa, I need to get a fucking kilt. That, that's fucking a awesome. A utilicilt? Yeah, utilicilt. A utilicilt, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's probably easy to hide a boner in that shit, too, right? Like, if you get a sea hot girl, you get a boner. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on the boner. <laughs> <laughs> Was that kind of the the origin? How you thought of the man skirt was like I have to hide my boners. I mean, like how do you like in how do you come up with like a uh, man skirt or the kilt or wearing the car? Are you Scottish? I don't even. I never think I've ever asked you that. Well, it's it goes way back to like two thousand two thousand one when a friend of mine introduced me to silver kilts. Okay, and he showed he showed me his. So obviously, you know, that's the start of that's the start of something beautiful at that point. And uh, and I bought my first Utilicals. One of the they Utilicals, I think, opened in two thousand and one. Uh, and I bought one of their first generation kilts, and I still wear it today, like sixteen years later. They're amazing, really well built garments. No, no, I, I I love them. They have a lot of room, which is you know also good for passing gas. Um, I also, I also noticed that you, you um, well actually I, I I shouldn't notice, but I saw that you just bought a huge new huge tank for I was your brewery. Just talking about that. 
Oh, was he just talking about yeah, that? He did mention that, Finley. Yeah. <laughs> so all of, the, okay. all of the tanks in my brewery are seven barrels. Okay. And uh, barrels 31 gallons. So with a little quick math, it's a lot of beer. And <laughs> the new tank is 15 barrels. So it's a little more than double that. And uh, the new tank is going to be concentrating on getting more cans out to the market. Okay. So right now, right now we only can our porter, which we did a canning run today. Which I'm drinking fact, right now. Have... Nice. <laughs> and I think I'm <laughs> drinking have... the new cans too. I think Bavik told me that these were the freshest, right off the line. I think that's what he just he oh. told me today. Did you buy them tonight? Yeah, I bought them tonight. Then yeah, they're, they're definitely brand new because I delivered them myself. Okay. So I'm drinking brand new Manskirt. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, lucky. It doesn't get much fresher than that. I brewed that beer uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, nice. So this is, this is uh, the freshest of the fresh beer for you. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, so anyway, so I, di- I just did the porter two weeks. I'm going to be doing uh, the Better Than Pants, our English ale. And then after that, we'll be doing the Imperial Progress, that really strong uh, British IPA that I do. Okay, yes, yes, nice. I know nice. that... Um... When you posted on social media, like the cops had to shut down the street and like to get your to get your be- to uh, get your new tank in, Zigmeister had to like yes. bring the forklift. <laughs> it was like it's a true. whole process. You know, big props to Zigmeister and the crew. I uh, the the tank showed up completely unannounced. Like I had no idea it was shipping that day, and uh, I just happened to go to the brewery and there's this dude sitting in front of my place with a truck with a huge tank on it. I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? So I texted Matt over at Zigmeister, and he's like, I'm just going to drive down there with a forklift. And he drove down here, and his dad called the Hackstown police. The police came, shut the street down. Matt took his forklift and uh, moved the tank across the street for me. So they were tremendous. That's so awesome. It really shows what a community sort of vibe the the brewers have. It's, uh, It's really something special. That's good. It's nice to see you all work together and you're not really, like really competitive like the like that fucking Twix commercial where like you know have the two buildings next to each other and they're really competitive and shit like that. <laughs> so it's it's nice that <laughs> you guys just nah, work we together. Help each other, I, you know, like he was he was brewing his Oktoberfest and ran out of grain because the shipment didn't come on time, so he came over and borrowed seven bags of grain from me and I borrow hops from him if I run out. So, you know, we all work together. There's no reason for us to not be friendly with one another. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, that's good. That's good. All work together, community, you know, kind of like Star Trek. How, like, you know, the whole Earth works together against those fucking Klingons. Fucking assholes. So, what kind of beers do you currently have on tap there? Like, someone who's a visitor brewery, what kind of beers do you have available right now? Oh, man, we've actually got all kinds of stuff on tap. We've got our usual three, the uh, Blonde Ale, the English Ale, and the Porter. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I just put a Dunkelweizen on tap. We call Ooh. it Badunkle Donk. Nice. <laughs> Badunkle Donk. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> we just named it that to have you know to have the enjoyment of people asking for it. Can I have a Badunkle Donk, please? That is the <laughs> best name I've ever heard for a Dunkelweizen no. ever. No, it does. It really does. <laughs> It sounds like a guy ordering something from a hooker. Yeah, right. You go with the Dog right. Is that five bucks? <laughs> All I got is, is ten. Would you like the twelve ounce Badunkle Donk or the thirteen, sir? What would you? What would you like? Twenty four <laughs> ounce or twelve ounce? 
The yeah, donkle right. donk. Can I have the biggest bedunkle donk you got? <laughs> All right. You asked for it. Can you it. fill my growler with bedunkle donk? <laughs> oh, I can. <laughs> oh, I can. <laughs> That's amazing. I need to come. I need to. We need to go there and just ask for that. I want some, but Uncle Dunk. So uh, yeah, we you know we've got the what's it called? I don't know. Oktoberfest coming up this weekend. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, nice. So they're seasonal. closing down the town. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to be doing Oktoberfest goodness all weekend. We're going to have our Oktoberfest lager on tap, a Rauch beer. We're going to have the Ooh, Rauch beer. Oh, man, I'm going to miss yes. it. That's my that favorite beer that you beer. guys do. Seriously. Yep. Like, yep. I love that It'll beer. Be on tap for a few weeks. I made a ton of it, so we should have it. Uh, we'll have it for you. I'll have to growler, Phil. I'll have to come and get a growler because yes. I love that beer. Absolutely. Great beer. I'm so excited about it. And all reports point to it being better this year than last year. Nice. So we'll see how it goes. Anything that has that tastes like bacon in my eyes is like the shit. I can drink Seriously, smoky it's, it's anything. Totally liquid bacon. It is. Mm, liquid bacon. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Any um <laughs> any, any secret uh you know like uh, beers uh, coming up that you can kind of reveal to us or give us kind of hints towards or anything like that? Well, uh, we do have our like I said, we have a two end, uh, second anniversary coming up. We're doing a big party on. The 10th, on October 10th. The anniversary is actually October 3rd, but because it's right after the Oktoberfest weekend, we need a little bit of a breather to, you know, to get ourselves composed. So we're going to actually mm-hmm. do a big party on October 10th from 12 to 10. Nice. And uh, we will definitely have at least one special beer that's been aging in the fridge for almost two years. Wow. And I'm not going to tell, awesome. tell you what it is, but you have to come in, and there's only one small keg of it and it's not going to last long at all we're only doing nine ounce pours of it um first come first serve so now, how uh, fun is this party going to be, be really because exciting. is there going to be a donkey show at this party <laughs> what it's highly <laughs> unlikely but i'm not going to rule it out okay all right that's good that's enough for me to come that's good all right good. what is that a yeah, tuesday joe <laughs> it is a tuesday yep we're not normally open that day but for this party we're going to be open all day we're going to have food and music what time does that start because i might come during work when my kids are at school <laughs> and it starts at noon <laughs> oh, that's dangerous <laughs> yeah noon noon to 10 you have uh, wi-fi yeah, there right i can work there <laughs> of course we're going to have to rotate you in because Danny's going to pass out at some point. <laughs> he's only good for like four or five hours at a time. So, you know. So I can like work remote at, at Manskirt on Tuesday. And then well, if you guys need a bartender, I can fill in for a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to pay me. Just pay me a beer. It's fine. Superb. <laughs> we'll work it out. Are so people- that's going to be really exciting. No, we're it sounds awesome. Have, um, I just put a nitro tap in. So we're oh, trying nice. to in some... Some nitro beers. We did an experimental run of the Better Than Pants on nitro. Yeah, I was going to say, that would probably be good on nitro. It was amazing. And I was mixing it with our stout. So we had the uh, stout plus the nitro pants, like a half and half. Ridiculous. That sounds awesome. We sold out of that instantly. So uh, I'm working on getting some more on tap. So it should be happening pretty soon. Nice. nice, nice. Are are people that have Groupons like the the best thing that ever happened to your brewery, or do you fucking hate them with a passion? Because I can tell you, when I go to a brewery, I well, fucking hate people with I Groupon. Mean, especially Manskirt, it's always Groupon. They're like Groupon. Ooh, you have the Groupon. It's like every time we yeah, go we there, do, 
There's like 20 people. We do a lot of Groupons. I love Groupons. Uh, I think it's fantastic for exposure. I think it's great for the customers to get to try all the beer at a really awesome discount. Uh, my bartenders hate pouring, cleaning 3,000 sample glasses. Right. But, you know, that's what I pay them for. Right. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I'm so happy to have Groupon customers in. I really am. I always make sure to give them a, a personal tour, you know, make sure that they get everything they paid for. Right, right. I mean, yeah, it brings in business. I mean, that's always good stuff. Um, so, do you have anything to promo? I know we talked about promos uh, all along here, so I'm probably kind of repeating myself. But do you have anything to promo? you have anything coming up that you'd like to talk about or, or anything like that? As far as promos, that's really all we're doing right now. Okay. Yep, all right. That and, then the, that and the secret beer. The we'll secret beer. That goes. All right, the cool. The secret beer. Cool. Well, so just, check yeah, out... So- Check out Oktoberfest this weekend, right? Coming yes. up? Oktoberfest is this weekend, the 29th, 30th, and October 1st. And, and the second anniversary party and is the party. The party. Yep, there is a, there's a Facebook event. If you go to Mansker Brewing's Facebook page, you can check out the event. It's got all the information and what's going on for it. So that's probably the best place to go. And then if you guys want to visit the brewery, what when is your? do you have new hours now? We do. We added a Wednesday, so we're doing Wednesday through Friday, 4 to 9, Saturday, 2 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 5. And it's in the big bank in Hackettstown, if you guys don't know where it is. It's the, it the, is. It's the bank. It's right <laughs> on the corner of Grand and Main Street, right across the street from B. McNally's, next door to the post office. Yes, park in B. McNally's and have food, and then go then walk to Mansgrove. That's what we usually do. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Go to B. McNally's. <laughs> they always have our beer on tap, so B. McNally's is a great place to go, you know? Their food is uh, their food is good. They just put a new menu on, so they've got a lot of really good appetizers, a lot of good stuff over there. Do you like? Do you roll your barrels down to be to be McNally's? Like, do you roll your kegs down there and to Marley's? I literally do. I whenever <laughs> uh, whenever Bees orders beer, they always, they text me on my personal cell phone. I throw the kegs on a hand truck and just sneak just like it roll it there. Night. That's awesome. Yep, I walk on over. They've got like a like. Bilco doors, like basement doors. I just open the doors, drop the keg down, throw it in the cooler, and on it goes. How easy is that? Like, that's got to be, like, the, it, the easiest thing ever. It's just like, hey, it's pretty wild. here I it's, am. It's so fascinating, the way that uh, the way that things go. Like, you know, like, even Marley's right across the street. Right. I'll do the same thing. I'll just wander over there with a keg on a, uh, on a what do you call those things, hand truck, and just throw it right in the cooler. You're like, here I am. Take my beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to be able to be that personal with it too, you know, because you know, not everybody has their owner delivering beers. Right, right, right of course pretty, not. It's pretty no. cool to be able to do that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> well, Joe, thank you so much for being on the show again. Third, three times. You're like uh, Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live on our show. You, you're, 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 you've been <laughs> on so many times. Crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. You're a lot of crazy guy. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thank you so much for being on, man. We appreciate. It. We love your brew. We we've always promoted you. We're going to continue to promote you. Thank you so much. We can't we can't wait to get there again. And folks listening, please get down the Manskirt or uh, you know uh, buy them in stores over there. And uh, they have awesome beer and uh, awesome beer coming out. Thanks, Joe, man. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys supported me right from the beginning. So uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you for being behind me. Yeah, you no problem, it. Joe. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All, All right. right, cool. Thanks, Joe. Good night. Mendez out. <clears throat> All right, guys. All right, that folks. was Joe from Manskirt. Joe from Manskirt. Awesome brewery. He's one a, of our such a nice guy, too. Rates. He really is. Um, he really is such a nice dude. And if you go to their brewery, our table is there. We have a 
We have a drinking dirty in Jersey table at Manskirt. You can see our little plaque. Yes. No, it is up there. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely up there. So, uh, folks, um, we're going to take a, a brief intermission right now. Um, and I think we're going to come back. We're going to discuss a little bit of the NFL. Yeah, um, we're going to talk to Eric, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that right now. We're going to discuss a little bit of the is NFL. Is he asleep? <laughs> no, he's not asleep. He oh, has something good. else going on. But we're going to we're discuss oh. a little bit of the NFL. So we're going to take a, a little bit of intermission. We're going to come back in a couple of minutes, and, uh, and we'll see you then. Mendez out.
to your favorite drive-in theater and a sparkling new season. Watch our screen and local newspapers for all the fine shows coming this way. Show after show will feature the latest hits, the biggest stars for fun-filled, pleasure-packed evenings. Relax, come as you are, and spend an enjoyable night out with the entire family. No parking problems, no babysitting problems. And there are always tasty snacks at our modern refreshment stand. Thanks, folks. And once again, welcome back. Well, you see what I get from the refreshment counter. Oh, boy, popcorn and hot dogs and ice cream and, oh, boy, sparkling ice cold Coca-Cola. Oh, boy, that tastes good. Have you been to the refreshment counter? Remember, your favorite snack will taste especially good with world-famous ice-cold Coca-Cola. Monsters do have their place in the zoo, in your nightmares, in the deep, in your favorite horror movies. But not in your living room, on your TV. Don't let pay TV be the monster in your living room. Pay TV and cable TV companies are seeking the right to charge you for the very programs you now get free. If you want to stop pay TV and save free television, sign the petition in the lobby of this theater. Let your lawmakers know how you feel in the fight against pay TV and cable TV. There's plenty of time to treat yourself to something good to eat at our refreshment center. We ask your cooperation in helping keep our theaters clean. Please deposit all containers and litter in trash receptacles located in the theater. Thank you. And now, on with the show. And welcome back to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on Facebook. And it's the second half of our show. 
And, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what happened last uh, Sunday here with the NFL, um, with uh, a lot of the players kneeling down and shit for the national anthem, which I personally do not agree with. I agree with freedom of speech, and I agree with, um, you know, you being able to do that. Um, but um, I don't know. So, let's you know, we're we, we actually going to ha- get somebody on the phone here who has a uh, pretty strong opinion about that. Uh, we're going to get him on the phone here right now. Um, his name is uh, Mr. Goodbar, and um, you know I want to hear his opinions on this. Um, so we're going to get him on the phone right now. We're going to talk to him, and uh, and uh, I'm very excited to talk to him. To be honest with you, I'm almost on my bottle of Fireball. So, mm. hello, hello, hello. Um, is this uh, Mr. Goodbar? What's going on, guys? Yo, very excited to have you back on the show. You haven't been on the show for a while now. I think it's been a year or two. It's been like since the last football. We have we always have him on for football stuff. Yeah, it was even for football yeah, conversations. Ne- never anything important. But... No, <laughs> just football. How are you? I love you and miss you. What's your opinion on global warming? No, I missed that one. Global warming. Well, I don't think we've ever discussed. I don't think we've ever warming. talked about global warming <laughs> ever. But um. My my opinion is, who gives a fuck? I peed outside so many times. Does that count as an opinion on global warming? I don't know. <laughs> that I peed outside? I don't, know. I don't know. I eat Mexican food only to fart and shit myself to add more methane to the atmosphere. To the, the, the methane. Does methane help the atmosphere or affect the atmosphere negatively? I do not know the answer to that. I think it fucks it up, and if not, then, then everything... It I'm fucks it up? Is- really? Farting fucks up the atmosphere? <laughs> that, that fucking totally blows so my world. Well, think about... <laughs> They, they say that, you know, CO2 is the worst thing for the atmosphere, the worst things for the atmosphere. Have you ever been to Hawaii, which has volcanoes, which is the largest single output of CO2? Hmm. Hawaii's pretty fucking beautiful. Anyways. Oh, well, exactly. Hey, but hey, hey, I love you. I miss you. But to that same point, I mean, look at those fucking Asian countries out in, um, you know, where the people, like, they, they fucking eat, they, they think, they think uh, Prank Purdue's Jesus Christ, like, on those fucking weird-ass countries. They're fucking smog hanging over the, the, uh, the air. And they don't even have automobiles. Automobiles? Right, like China and Japan and Hong Kong. Yeah, which that, makes... Like they walk around with respirators because they can't really breathe the air. And scientists are realizing that they have so many particles and shit in their lungs of cancer-causing right. bacteria and blah, 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 blah. Which makes no sense. I mean, if we were causing so much carbon emissions and, and ruining the uh, the Earth, wouldn't all of America be covered by smog and, and you know, just this terrible atmosphere? I mean, nope, not... just Los Angeles. Just Los Angeles, of course. Just Los Angeles. Just, Just Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's ridiculous. But um, the main reason we're calling you, obviously, we call you every football season for your opinions and picks. But we're calling you for a little bit more than that. But before we get into the uh, political side of it, um, what is your who's your pick this year to uh, to kind of win it all, or who's your team to that you think is going to uh, go all the way? Yeah, see, it's different. Uh, my, my thoughts, hopes, dreams, and aspirations all changed really this weekend. If we just would have gone oh. on a absolute football standpoint, uh-huh. I would have thought that the Falcons have a great chance to get back there. Um, they didn't lose any players. Their defense kind of softened, but their offense almost got stronger. Okay. They have to be considered one. Green Bay is always, always in the consideration. Those would be my two bigs on the NFT. They look the like NFT. shit though so far this year, don't they? they look yeah. like fucking shit. Uh, yeah, but but look at look at Green Bay's injury report though. We're talking before the season started. If you just looked at Team A versus Team B, but now you, if you take Green Bay's injury report, I mean they may as well be playing fourth, fifth, sixth stringers. They're signing they're signing you and me because we played in high school fucking 
60 years ago or however fucking long it was. You know, they're like yeah, they're, they're 60 years ago yeah. right now to fill a roster. Yeah, back in the day. Um, but uh, but like, but how much do you believe in the Olivia Munn curse? That uh, you know, he broke up with Olivia Munn, and ever since he got with Olivia Munn, the Greek Packers haven't been as good. Do you have any faith in that, the Olivia I, Munn curse? I refuse to buy into any Jessica Simpson curse, Olivia Munn curse. <laughs> if if somebody told you right now, if Cassie wasn't a part of this, and we're like, hey, Finley. You can fuck Olivia Munn or Jessica Simpson or whoever for a year and a half mm-hmm. and not win a Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl and never even share the same space with them in the rest of your life. And eh, you might take the Jessica Simpson offer or you might, t- you know, it's come on, man. We're That's all, a hard we're choice, all though. Super That's Bowl. a hard choice because after you win the Super Bowl, you kind of have the pick of the litter. So why are you going to fucking, uh, you know, pick some broad to do before before okay, you win it? How about, how about if we throw Je- uh, uh, Jenna Jameson or Carmen Electro? Ah, you're going to my uh, to, to my past picks. Yeah. How about how about if you you get a threesome with them in the fucking tropics, the hotel of your choice, okay. for an entire fucking weekend or a Super Bowl ring? Well, the hotel of my choice is an important pick because you know how much I love the Embassy Suites. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that that is a tough choice. But like, you know, like I don't know the uh, the feeling of winning a Super Bowl. I mean, like. You know, I, I've had the shit really bad and finally shit, and that's a great feeling. But the Super Bowl feeling, I've never felt that. So, like, I, I can understand why that probably be the best feeling in the world. So, like, you know, I, I can see why that's a toss-up. But Olivia Munn? Are you kidding me? She looks like the hot girl in the village when Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom went there to fucking before he went to the Temple of Doom. <laughs> I don't think she's that hot either, but you, you brought it up there, so I brought the Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson thing. I imagine winning the Super Bowl is kind of similar to uh, wiping your dick off after taking it out of Jessica Simpson. Just saying. I guess. I guess. I don't know. But now he's cursed. Um, like, I, I, I don't think, I mean, like, I know last year he kind of had a, a good season. He beat my team yeah. with that miracle throw. But I think this year he's looked like shit. I so hope that my wife is not streaming this until after this part of the conversation ends. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What are you going to say? Oh, no, that's, I'm, I'm hoping that she tuned in oh, right now. Oh, well, after. That's okay. Sorry, I've been drinking whiskey and pounding beer the whole time, so sorry if my... No way. <laughs> yes. You're not, you're not sober? Yeah, I mean, my, usually I drink Kool-Aid up until this point, but yes, I've been drinking uh, booze and liquor this whole time, so... She says she's totally mm. listening right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she was listening the whole time. So did you give us a pick, or did you just talk about sexual situations there? I mean, wh- who's your pick to uh, to win it all? Because I can tell you who my pick was, and it's and the I biggest flaw. I can tell you who mine is, and mine's still Cassie, going strong. Cassie's pick was a good pick. My pick was a garbage pick. My puck, my, if, if I tell my you, puck. yeah, I know. It, my, my, <laughs> my, my, pick, it, my, my pick was probably the worst pick of all time. And like, I picked him because I picked him on my fantasy team, and he's played like fucking toilet shit since I fucking picked him. So, dude, you know you kicked my ass this week, the two of you, right? And yeah. I started off with Pierre Garcon, like. My, my my flex receiver hung like what twenty one twenty six points I something was like, like oh, that yeah, yeah. I got this. and then you get fucking Gronk and fucking o- Odell Beckham has like six points entering the fourth quarter and then he finishes the game with like a hundred and ninety two <laughs> yeah I knew he was gonna come around All man in the fourth fucking quarter I knew he was gonna I, I'm, come around I'm, dude I was co- so confident going into the fourth quarter of those games I was like okay I'll squeak by I should win by eight or ten I lose by fucking twenty five. 
you could have been, like Gronk and Odell could could have pretty much taken me down by myself by themselves. Exactly, and Gronk was questionable all week too, and he yeah. fucking he just comes he had out that and has an awesome that game. I need to rub out for him. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And part of me, I'm watching the lineup. I was like, they're going to take him out, but but Cash won't let Finley do it. She won't let him do it. And, and, <laughs> no way. Gronk, they're going to play him. They're going to play him because he gets sexy points in fantasy football. He does get sexy he points. Does get in sexy fantasy points. Football. He does. <laughs> It's my yeah, boy. Whatever. Any player on any team that gets sexy points for just running around. Him. The field, he gets 20 points just for standing there with, just, his, with, with, with his dick flopping around in, in his just, little tight. Just for, uh, <laughs> just for fucking shotgunning a, a beer at a, at a fucking, ra- uh, fucking ticker tape parade <laughs> two years ago. He gets yeah. sexy points. No, he's points. the man. He's a party animal. I, I love him yeah, for that. Exactly. But unfortunately... I hate him because I, I want to be him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, he's a patriot, which I can't. I well, can't, yeah. can't physically. Oh my god! Root wait, wait! Can we tell Good Bar about the whole Piper thing? So she cheers the our team. Daughter. The our team daughter cheers for the Patriots for the, because her the, cheerleading team is, is the, Patriots. the Patriots. So she's sitting oh here god. on Sunday. Change school. Meanwhile, <laughs> no, it's the town. It's not school. So meanwhile, you know, they're playing my fucking team, and she's sitting there like, oh, go Patriots! I'm like, Piper, get the fuck out of the room! <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna kill you, leave! And she's like, no, I hope they're not... Like, somebody got hurt, and she's like, I hope the Patriots are okay. I hope they're not hurt. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Like, yeah, get right. out of my room! It's like get about- out of my living room! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go to your room. Burn your clothing. God damn it. Right. It's like it's not, if I was a nun and she was like, go Satan. It's like, oh, Satan? Fuck. Satan? Satan. <laughs> go Satan. The shitty... The shitty irony in this conversation is how the fuck do you call the Patriots the Patriots when half the fucking team kneels during the national oh. anthem? That's not too fucking patriotic to me. No, what pissed like piss me off most about the NFL. any of the kneeling was the first game at fucking nine in the morning... When the fucking uh, the players are kneeling on on a foreign soil, uh, to right? The and, then they stood, and then they stood to God save the queen. How ironic is that? Like, let's kneel to the national anthem, but then we'll stand to God save the queen. I, I have. I mean, I. This is going to sound like smug or arrogant, and not that I've ever sounded smug nor arrogant. <laughs> you. <laughs> I do have to say that. I am happy and proud to be a Panthers fan because they are one of five teams in the NFL who did not partake in any of these organized acts of fucking stupidity and cocksuckerinism. Who who were all of them? Because I missed a you're, lot you're of the. Be really happy, Cass. My team they're, didn't. They're I know my team didn't. Yeah, the, the Texans all stood. They never do. There were there. There <laughs> they. they, they it was, believe it or not, the Jets, the Vikings, the Texans, the Panthers, and the fucking Bengals. Did the Cowboys Bengals. kneel? Because I know Jerry Johnson yeah, was like yelling about Jerry the Jones the now. Jerry Jones, the I mean, sorry. Team and entire staff came out before the fucking national anthem and collectively took a knee on at Arizona Stadium, and they wanted to do it with the Cardinals. The Cardinals didn't want to be affiliated with whatever they were going to do, so. Jerry Jones, who's getting it heralded for saying, if anybody kneels on the Cowboys, they'll no longer be a Cowboy, blah, blah, whatever the fuck bullshit he said. Then he decides to take his entire team, front of office, everybody out on the on center field and fucking kneel before the National Anthem to show that everybody's in it together. Explain what? To me, what 
the fuck does Jerry Jones fucking know about racial inequality? Right. Exactly. He's the whitest motherfucker I've ever seen. Rich white guy. Like, come on. Yeah, just like, honestly, the ringleader of all the shit, Colin Kaepernick, given up by your black parents because they knew you were a fucking piece of shit, <laughs> raised by very rich white people, never suffered anything other than adoption, went to fucking the best schools, drove brand new fucking cars in high school. Like, seriously, what the fuck does he know about any, any racial inequality? Wasn't the whole thing... Somebody that, wasn't the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick is he, he went... He, he got with a girlfriend who was like a big socialist communist, and he just fucking followed her lead. Like, she said, oh, I hate America, and, you know, communism rules, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so he, I, I've... I've never cared about him enough to give a shit about... Yeah, she's like a Muslim extremist, right, or something? Yeah, she's some kind of Muslim extremist. Look at him. Like, I'm sure he's got some fucking... Some Muslim, like, dirty dick in him somewhere. Motherfucker, when he grew his beard out, he looked straight... He he looked like, what's his name, in Jackass 2, when he's acting like the terrorist going, you know, in the taxi cab? Yes. Colin Ka- that's what Colin Kaepernick's beard looked like. Like everybody else's pubes glued to his face. <laughs> oh, so apparently the Eagles also didn't kneel. Uh, no, that's not true. Three, three to four of them did. The, 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 they, they, the majority of the team did not. But there was like it was less than like the last game. I, I saw that too because I thought I remember somebody told me the, the Giants deserved to lose because uh, their players uh, kneeled, which led me to believe that the Eagles didn't. And I forget where I saw it. I, I can I can send you the source I saw it from just to verify it if you want to put it on your website or whatever, just so I don't sound like I'm talking shit and making stuff up. But no, there were several players that that ended up doing it. I don't even see the, the, the a, a lot of the Giants did kneel. I don't even see that. Uh, I think 12, 12 members of the Giants did. Jesus Christ! Well, then apparently Beckham's whole dog pissing thing was against Trump. You know the whole thing he did, and he got in trouble for it, Finley? Oh, yeah, but, but Mara, William Mara Sorry. Jr. said that he's very upset by Odell Beckham's um, behavior and everything else, but wasn't Odell Beckham purely voicing his freedom of speech and his constitutional rights, just like all the players that kneel for the national anthem? So how is William Mara Jr., the pimp and the hooker, trying to get paid on both sides? Right, right, right. He, he came out and made this big statement about how it's the players' rights and their prerogative and their freedom of speech and everything else. But then he came out and said, no, no, no. Wait, that's wrong what he did. Well, fuck you. I want to hate him, but I love his granddaughter, Kate Mara. That's the only reason. I'm oh, she's fucking say, banging, dude. Jesus, right. She, she can kneel she can kneel on my face. Hey. <laughs> she's fucking hot as shit. Honey, Finley <laughs> said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, take notes. <laughs> and then, Eric and did not thing, say that. I, I want to hate Art Rooney, too, because the Steelers, that whole fucking thing. Are you kidding me? You got one player. You have a fucking, I think he's, he, he won like a, not one. I take, I'm sorry. I take that back. He was awarded like a bronze star or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Quoting your award. And he's standing there in the tunnel by himself while the rest of the team is in the back, and they come out and say that, you know, it's not about politics. We just didn't – we think by not being on the field that we're not expressing our political opinion. Yeah, you are, motherfucker, because you're not out there for it. That's expressing your opinion. 
And we right. have one player out there who happens to be former Army Ranger right. who has been deployed, and he's by himself. Not one fucking member of the team is going to walk out. You want to talk about a team? And not one fucking member of that team will walk out and stand beside him? Somebody who has been there? Who has been covered in the shit that these fucking pieces of shit cower from? He was what bashed for that too. Yeah, he had to like apologize. He, he was like, bashed. The, the, the coach bashed him. Like everybody bashed yeah. him for that too. And again, again, if Art Rooney's granddaughter wasn't Kate Mara, fuck him too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. And you know what? And do, do you know why I say this? Like I have such a high regard for Kate Mara, not because you want her to sit on your face and stick uh, rubber roosters up your ass and all that stuff. <laughs> She sings the national anthem at the Giants home games. Does she? Does she really? She has a good voice. Not, when she's not filming a movie or anything else, yeah, she she normally sings the majority of the national anthems at the Giants home games. And you know what? She stands the whole fucking time. Well, that's now, commendable. Granted, Obviously, Jenny very patriotic. Her on her knees for other reasons. Well, yeah, yeah. But... She has she has great vocals. <laughs> you know, you know, she can swallow a lot. <laughs> Oh my God. I've heard the top of her head is beautiful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I could never be with the two of you in a room on a show in my life. I love those redheads, man. Yeah, fuck you. I call in, huh? You know I love you. You know what I love about those high school girls? I get older, they stay the same she's, age. Yeah, except she's like 37. 37? Ain't nothing 37. Can't believe thirty seven's young for me now. Jesus Christ! I can yeah, get a walker right. on the show. I need a walker. <laughs> <laughs> Good bar. That that picture we have on our screen with your mouth open was that how you got the tickets? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, that was actually I, at the Pro Bowl. I was so damn drunk I couldn't even make it through the game. Really? Like just couldn't like yeah. sit and make it? Dude, or... what is on your tongue? Like. <laughs> What is that? I don't know. It looks like he got Ash Wednesday on his thumb. <laughs> we pulled into that stadium, and they, they, they park you. They route you. You don't have a choice. And there was a truck next to the, our car, and they were all – this is like 8 in the morning, and it was like six Marines, and they were already fucking trash. And we get out of the car, and I tell Nicole, I was like, whatever you do, do not mention to them that I'm a Marine. Don't say it. Don't slip it. Don't hint it. We're outside for five fucking minutes. She tells them. Now I'm suddenly, and I knew it was going to go bad because these guys were already trashed. So next thing you know, it's 8.30, quarter to nine in the morning. I'm doing keg stands on the back of the truck drinking fucking Bud Light. The game doesn't even start for like three hours. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fucking bad. It was horrible. It was like I, I, I took the, the video camera and was on quest to find somebody to represent like every team. I wanted like one person for all thirty two teams. I found like three people that a group of Panthers fans and don't remember anything else until I was throwing up that night. <laughs> I've never done that keg stand. Yeah, I can't believe uh, that too. You're my wife too. I've never done keg stand. <laughs> I've never done it. It's unbelievable. Doesn't make any uh, sense you, to you me. Know, one day. Uh, one day I have aspirations. Nicole, <laughs> Nicole had the greatest epiphany, which is far too late now. Our boy, Cole. His initials are K I um, K I B G, so it's like great when he plays football. He's got the best fucking initials, right? K big sounds like a football player, right? She's like, yeah. you know, had we made his middle name Eric, his initials would be Keg, K E G. 
and my heart broke. <laughs> Keg. <laughs> well, you know Gavin's middle name is Brew, right? Yeah, I know that that was like my that was like so perfect. That I was thinking about in this scenario. You have Gavin Brew. My kid's initials are Keg. Everything's meant to be. The stars are lined. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Eric, uh, you know, me and Cassie were talking about this sex story last week on air, and like, and like, you always talk about your like awesome sex stories. Now you've done everything in the world. Have you? How you like? Uh, you like? You like banged everybody, like George Washington and everything. But like, um, like uh, me, me and Cassie were doing uh, sixty nine. You banged me, okay? Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah, I forgot. Wait, you guys banged? What? what? No, no, uh, George Washington actually banged. Oh, oh, oh. Um, me and Cassie were actually sixty nineing on the bed. And she masturbated. She, she, she uh, got off so hard, she fell off I the fell. bed. And I <laughs> saved her. I grabbed her leg before she fell off. And it was like the most amazing thing ever. Had you have any sex stories to uh, to, to match uh, that? Nicole's listening. Well, okay. It's a true story. Listening. B, no, I, I have a great story about my wife and I in bed. And this is really true. She dislocated my shoulder two weeks ago in bed and pinched a nerve. Holy shit. How, how did that happen? Please give us details. No, I will give you all the details you need to know. I was sleeping with my arm out. She laid down, put her head on my shoulder, dislocated my shoulder, and pinched my fucking nerve. Was she just laid on your arm? Dude, Apparently it's good bar. He trips down the stairs and breaks his fucking foot. I mean, come on. She, she's, got a, she's got a head, like, apparently, like... Easter Island heads. <laughs> <laughs> Easter they write Island. Songs. Yeah, they write like you ever hear like those old songs from the fifties, like "Put your head on my shoulder." No, don't. It's a lie. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't do it. Good part. That song came out your first freshman year, right? <laughs> Which freshman year? <laughs> the first the one. The first one. The first one of the fifties. Oh, the first one. <laughs> uh, well, that, that was. That was that was before record, recorded history, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's fucking dust on it. I'd have to look at my I'd have to look at my rock cave drawings to confirm that one. Dude, he you know him. He fucking like trips over like a something on the ground and breaks. No, his he breaks foot. his leg in a phone booth. He's like, <laughs> like I, I got to call four one one. Snap! He fucking breaks his leg. Four one one. God, we're showing our age. <laughs> Hold on, I got to call information from the phone booth. Four one one. Spencer, Spencer can power bomb me down the stairs at your mom's house, and I get up and drink a beer. What no, the fuck? you have the weirdest injuries, dude. The weirdest, simplest things. You, Meanwhile, you you're leaving like WrestleMania, and you fall down the fucking stairs, <laughs> break your foot. <laughs> I blew my knee out. Yeah, I'm like, hurry up, let's run. Snap. I'm like, get up, you pussy. What the fuck? She was the next day with a robotic leg. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, Finley has the agility of like a fucking cat. So we're running and jumping down the stairs, and he makes it just fine. I land at one point. I'm like, oh, dude, stop. Wait, I can't go. He said, like, come on, my mom's going to be pissed. Let's go. Let's go. I'm like, I can't. He's like, you're fine. Fuck you. You're drunk. Next day, I show up in a cast for my fucking He's like, my ankle. robotic <laughs> leg. <laughs> It's like prosthetic leg on. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, it's, it's like from the fucking movie Blade Runner. He just fucking comes like a, there's like cars flying around it and stuff. It's like what the fuck happened to you? And fucking ugh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have had had the worst history with stupid injuries, haven't I? <laughs> no, you have, dude. I, I like I can't even remember you a time without a cast on somewhere. You know. <laughs> 
the best was then being a parent to a teenager. Like, Dad, I hurt my wrist. Oh, I have a wrist brace. Dad, I hurt my elbow. Oh, that's right next to my wrist brace. Yeah, you're all set Dad, up. My knee. Oh, do, do you need an air cast? <laughs> you broke it down your whole body. <laughs> all right, so good bar. Before we let you go, I don't think you ever answered the question because you kept like getting off the point. Who is uh, who, who's your pick? Who's going to win this year? Did you say yet? Am I fucking drunk? Because we didn't say who our picks are. Yeah, we didn't even say who our picks were. I think that either. Uh, well, I started off saying prior to the season and then after the season. I think that the AFC is going to be Kansas City or Oakland. Yes, yes. that's what I said. I, w- I wouldn't have said Kansas City until probably this week when they've just now like just dominated every freaking game they've played. Before the season, I wanted to put them there. But since we're this many games in, I'll say Kansas City or Oakland. As long as, I mean, David Carr will recover from the shit game he just had. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, or Derek, Derek Carr. And on the NFC side, I'm still going to kind of fly with um, uh, Atlanta. And okay. Shit. I don't, I don't even know really. There's not, I, I, don't, I don't think Philly is as good as they look. The Giants are pretty much done already. Yeah. I agree. Detroit has a small, small, small chance. Green Bay's too hurt. Chicago's not going to do it. The Saints, no, their their defense is still learning how. Um, I haven't seen enough of Tampa Bay to really have an opinion on them. Um, it's not coming out of the NFC South unless it's Atlanta. It's not coming out of the NFC East. Um, Seattle showed that they're pretty much a joke now, too, which is good because they're one of the worst teams with this fucking um, national anthem thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they're bad. Like it, it, it's funny how you you can have a black player who who says every time he tackles a white player he's going to put up a black power fist and that's okay. I want to know why. I, I want to see like a southern guy go out there with a, like a Confederate flag and wave it every time he sacks like a black quarterback. Uh, I want to know why Richard story. Sherman wasn't kicked out of the game. That's what I want to fucking know. Last week you're talking yeah, about. Last yeah, last week. I don't know. With all his fucking cause... antics. With all his antics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Denver still has a chance to sneak in because that defense is still fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but if Tro- with uh, with Troy Seaman though, I don't know how far they're going to get. <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> but keep in mind, another funny, another funny Is thing. Is Troy? Thing you're to, you're uh, uh, Trevor. Trevor, uh, thank you're you. Allowed to, you're allowed to kneel for the national anthem. You're allowed to do all that. But Von Miller isn't allowed to pull the too slow joke on the quarterback. He gets a 15 yard. Um, uh, fucking uh, misconduct penalty. Right. Yeah, that's because, bullshit. Like he put his hand out to help him up, and then pulled it pulled it away, like the too slow thing. And then they both looked at each other and laughed, and the ref threw a flag anyway. So, where is the NFL's real stance on free speech? And what 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 is the true meaning of when they say that this is just the players expressing themselves? Right. Because if the players are just expressing themselves, then Odell Beckham did nothing wrong. Von Miller didn't deserve that penalty. And if I'm mad that I'm losing the game and I play for Team A, I should be allowed to grab the quarterback to Team B, throw him to the ground, rip his helmet off, bash his head in, shoot his wife, kill his kids, rape his grandmother, and just say, ah, no, racial oppression, man. No, I agree with you. Um, You know, I love raping grandmothers. Um... (laughs) (laughs) So Finley's pick was the Saints, right? This is and this is before this is week one. This is before really any any games happened. This was after the Thursday night game of week one, and I picked KC. So 
Casey's know. fucking valid, man. I mean, Alex Smith is one of those guys that goes under the radar every year <clears throat> and still has one of the highest completion percentages in the NFL history, has one of the highest touchdown-to-interception ratios in NFL history, has one of the best win-loss re- records in NFL history, but it's always like, eh, it's the Chiefs. And let's not forget, Andy Reid, all the guy does is win. Kool-Aid. Um, yes, and he looks like Kool-Aid. And he does yes. look like Kool-Aid. And don't he lost <laughs> weight, though. Uh, Spencer, picked the, Spencer picked the Raiders, right? The Raiders have a chance, but he just and had a bad loss. And Maggie went with who? The Ravens? The Ravens just, got a house last week by the Jaguars, so I don't know if they're oh, going they got anywhere. dismantled. They didn't lose. Losing is bad. 28-10, yeah. 28-7. 44-7? Yeah. yeah they're not losing. No. They're like, you're not even a professional team at that point. They actually pulled out the starting quarterback in that game, so, yeah, they pulled out a... <laughs> what's his name? He's gone. Um, <clears throat> but, uh... All right, so <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna I'm gonna close with a quote. Okay. Of one of the one of the NFL owners, since this was supposed to be about the the kneeling for the national anthem and everything. Okay. One of the NFL one of the NFL owners in a comment released today, where he said politicizing the game is damaging and takes the focus of the great off the greatness of the game itself and those that play it. It's a great fucking quote. Which is why Jerry Richardson, owner of the Panthers, he have, see what I did there? See what I did? Yes, um, <laughs> clever. Is is not allowing his. It's funny when all these guys want to do their own shit until the owner of the team who signs their paycheck says, "No, you're not doing it," and then they behave and they don't do it. Right. If every owner had a set of balls and just realized that. I mean, I'm pretty. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not, so you can't. Um, the NFL has a contract with the Department of Defense, which is why the military is on the field before the game, is doing the flag, doing the national anthem, the colors are out there, and everything else. It's a recruiting tool that the DOD came up with and has contracted with the NFL in order to do so. So if the NFL is in contract with the DOD and allowing this to happen, first off, I think that should be a breach of contract. Second off, it shows that the NFL is just a disgusting piece of shit organization. I mean, like I said, I am pretty much boycotting. When Carolina starts kneeling and doing all that shit, I will be done with football. I will not watch it anymore. My only saving grace is the only reason I'm still watching it is because my team has not started doing it. Okay. <clears throat> but, I mean, like, I, I, I made that phone call today to the NFL headquarters. I plan on doing it every day and just letting them know. I'm I'm informing them on my military. Did they answer or did you, leave a, uh, did you leave a it, message? It, 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 go, it goes to a message, but it's that concept. If, if they were getting a million phone calls a day and that you couldn't even leave messages anymore because it was getting blown up, mm-hmm. if they heard the American people, like, think about this. Can, can America live without the NFL? I'm pretty fucking sure they can and we'd be okay. Yeah, I think Can the NFL fine. live without America? I don't know. Remember the uh, European Football League? Didn't that go under? After yeah, it was amazing. Years? No, it was total flop. Wasn't yeah, it like terrible. a year? <laughs> it was like a couple of years, but so, it was total flop. It's just funny when when the NFL wants to shit on the people that like but these pro athletes are nothing without us. Nothing. They don't have a paycheck if we're not buying the tickets, watching the games, and buying the merchandise. I'm like one one moment away from being the next guy to post one of those videos where like, all right, here's my Panther seat covers going in the fire, and here's my license plate cover, and here's all my window stickers, and here's my jerseys, mm-hmm. here's my baseball bats, here's my hats. Here's my T-shirts. Here's my sweatshirts. Here's my pajama pants. Here's my toothbrush. My pens. My here's everything I own that has a Panthers logo on it. All the money I've spent 
Good job. Do the math. Figure out how much money that is because that's coming out of your pocket, Roger Goodell. You right fucking there because that's the guy that can control it all. Because that's the guy that can fucking stop it. But he's a chicken shit. He can come he's out and like impose. He says a what, Wasn't his guy. his dad was a huge liberal too, so that makes sense. His dad was a huge yeah. liberal. It, yeah, it's amazing how he can impose all these like oh player conduct, all we care, player conduct like. What three, four? The Ray Rice thing. He said, you know, NFL players are expected to conduct themselves in a proper manner because they are role models to children. And da 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 da. And now you're okay with these fucking pieces of shit showing kids it's okay to fucking do this? Right. These motherfuckers that, that want to take a knee, they should take two knees and do one of two things: either suck my dick or fucking pray to whatever god they believe in and thank him immensely for the opportunity that they've been given. And the only reason they have that opportunity is because of the, this. This fucking country that they live in that fought to end slavery, that fought to end depression, everything they're standing up for, we already fought. We already beat. We already got rid of. It's these motherfuckers that perpetuate it and bring it back. Right. The people that are getting stopped and beaten and shot by the cops, they're not Ivy League school attendants. They're not doctors. They're not lawyers. They're thugs with criminal records. They're rapists. They're murderers. They're gangbangers. No, I'm Evan, dude. That, that. I agree with you, and, dude. No, absolutely. White white people are getting killed by cops just as fucking much, but nobody cares. Right. Exactly. That's not newsworthy. Of course not. It's like that, that white kid that just shut up the... Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, black guy that just shut up the church. No, new, no news coverage, nope. nothing. Nope. Nothing. Not even covered by any, no, any news we're, agency. But we're still, talking about, we're still talking about the Charleston shooter because it was a white kid who... Oh, my God, he had a swastika on a Confederate flag. Right. Exactly. Bullshit. Yeah, so he he's still an evil hate monger, but the uh, the black dude that did it is still just a loving what 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 was he just he he was a like is he even gonna face charges or if he it, like if if he swears to tell the truth on a Bible and he chooses to kneel are we just gonna be like oh my God look at him no of oh, course not yeah because he's black fighter. so he gets away with it right he was just fighting white supremacy so that's legal yeah <laughs> it's true. <I> really- <laughs> really sad that there's veterans out there right right fucking now who cannot get on one knee because they don't have any anymore because they lost them in combat defending these piece of shit's rights to get to one knee, one knee. No, you're right. And I know some of them. I've met some of them. No, and you're I, right, I wanna man. See, I want to see Colin Kaepernick go to, go to some of these guys. Shake a hand that's missing fingers. While the guy's sitting in a fucking wheelchair because he's missing limbs. No, he won't do that. He won't do that. Oh, no. And now, what, what, what have they done? I want somebody who thinks that they're doing the right thing. Tell me, what have they done? Find, find me one of these guys who's done a ride-along, who's seen what the cops deal with, who's gone into these inner cities, who's gotten shot at while being in a police car. What, what, what are they doing? Look at me. I'm on a soapbox. Look at me. I'm making millions of fucking dollars to preach my opinion without doing a fucking thing. Look at me. No, absolutely. What, like, like what, what, what the fuck are they doing? Right, right. Good bar. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. You're one of my best buds in the world. Um, I just have um, one more question for you. You ready? Are you ready? Dun, dun. Okay. I thought you were breaking the song. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Ready? Here, here's a question. Okay, that was a good bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great guest. Always, always, great guest. always hang up on everybody. Just, <laughs> just know that. No, I, I love him to death. He's one of my best friends. But um, I, I hope that was entertaining for everybody. Um, 
But uh, okay, we're gonna. No, yeah, good points though. Seriously, no, yeah, good you really points. did. No, yeah, good points. Uh, and I like how my pick for the Super Bowl is holding up. <laughs> I like. Hey, listen, I'm a no, it is. I'm a little blonde girl that doesn't know much about football. I mean, I I guess I do. I guess I know something about football, right? No, you do. You're more than most football. women know right. about football. Um. And I, I like that my pick is still holding up. <laughs> it's still credible. Um, that was awesome. We had a great show tonight. Um, we have a, we have, like I said earlier in the show, we're, we're going to kind of revamp the show coming up in October. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff happening in October. Some great guests. We have some, some fun new, stuff. We have some new ways to do our games, too. Yes. We're going to have a lot of games going on in October. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, please tune in. We'll be back in, in October, which is one week, actually, so it's not that far away. Um, but thank you so much for listening tonight. I think i got to go because I'm a little drunk, right? Uh, I think I'm yes. a little drunk. Hey, Look same. at my hair in this video yes. here. A little drunk. I'm gonna, not good. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for listening in, folks, and uh, Mendez out.